Uh, and I often use myself as an example. I didn't come from money. I grew up really poor, you know, and everything that I have created, I, I would say like, I never thought that this would actually be my life. Like, even if I look back like five years ago, and if someone told me that this was going to be my life today, I would have been like, how, like, how is it going to happen? Um, so it's like, I kind of just want to know that it's like, there's nothing really that special about me whatever I can do, someone else can do, whatever. It doesn't matter where you currently are. If you're listening to this podcast, it doesn't matter if you are extremely happy of where you are, or if you're really not where you want to be, it doesn't matter where you've been. All that matters is where you want to go. And yeah. that vision of the future um, and keep that at the forefront of your mind. And also just a little reminder, I guess, for everyone is that, it's up to you to decide what you want. It's up to you to decide what you want from your life, what you want to manifest, what you want to achieve. What are your goals? Have a vision, dream big, dream what you feels like might be the impossible, but then surrender the rest. Like it's not up to us how it turns out. That's up to the universe. We are all co-creators. We co-create, you know, with the universe or if someone identifies with the word God, whatever person, someone's personal beliefs are, but we are co-creators and it's up to us to decide what we want. And then the universe supports us, but it's not our job to figure out how exactly it happens. It's just keep taking action. You know, if you decide you want to be a millionaire, probably just sitting on your couch watching Netflix all day, like that's not going to happen. Um, just a little reality check. So keep taking action, keep sleeping out of your comfort zone and keep kind of going no matter what those fears might be. And also just to keep going, even if your reality may not reflect what you currently want and don't use that as evidence, just kind of have that vision use your imagination and visualize meditate sit with your soul and follow that vision and that's kind of what i hope to keep doing is just to keep almost build a legacy of that um to help women to really stand in their truth stand in their power to really unleash that power because i believe every single one of us like exactly what you said felicia we all have everything that we need inside us we have all the guidance that we need we have all the power we have all the love but sometimes you forget and or sometimes you don't know exactly how to access it depending on what's going on in life and being human you know our human brain really gets in the way a lot of the time so it's just learning to kind of quiet that down and yeah my vision for the future for me is just to keep going and building and I really want to have a big impact I want to impact and help as many women as possible so I guess my kind of hope and dream is to just keep growing bigger and getting more people into my program so that I could have that impact excited for you to join me today on season two woohoo on Camp Beefy Uncensored where Diamante joins me who is a manifestation abundance mindset coach for entrepreneurs she's a visionary she is somebody who will help you set your intentions 
It's the month of January, everybody. And if you didn't sit down and you didn't really think about what you wanted to create for your authentic self, now's the time. Now's the time to take hold. Join me on Camp Fifi Uncensored Podcast this week as you listen in on my conversation with Diamante about setting your intentions and manifesting the life of your dreams. I look forward to you joining us. Thank you so much. Listen in. Look forward to hearing what you think. Much love. Join me around the campfire because here we go. Let's set our intentions and become our authentic selves. Bye for now. Hello. Hello. Hi. How are you? Good morning. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Hold on. I'm going to adjust my volume here. You're so much more blonde than last time I saw you. You look radiant. I I went, the the crown chakra needs a little bit of a lift. (laughs) Love it. Yeah, I, I question whether whether I like it, but uh, we're going to stay with it for now. Yeah, I, I like you. I feel like you're one of those few people that can pull off both dark and light hair. Yeah, I think that um, I think you're correct. And I uh, but it's it's uh, something that I used to always. I mean, I look like this when I was a, when I was much younger. And um, when I decided I wanted to do it. I sat with it for about a year. Randy really didn't, was like, you know, I really like brunettes. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I get, I get that. Yeah, I mean, when but I, it, yeah, when I first like dyed my hair red, I sat on it for like three years. <laughs> so I feel, yeah. Because <laughs> well, it's, like, it's a big change, you know? It's a big, big change. So um, how are you? I am great. Mama to be. Yes. I'm so excited. Oh my God, I'm so excited for you. Yeah. So incredible. New home, baby on the way. Yeah. Lots to look forward to in the new year. All the big things. All the big things. Yeah. And so far, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good. Like, I feel like so far, we're pretty lucky. Yeah. I'm like, needing a nap here and there. Like, I feel great. Oh, yeah. You're growing something inside of you you need an app like number one most important thing napping <laughs> yeah for sure nurture and nap <laughs> yeah my first trimester I was so hungry like like I was like starving all the time and that really took me by surprise because I figured I would come in like the third trimester or like the late second trimester well, for like good, like eight weeks, I was like eating anything I could get my hands on. But then it kind of normalized. Now I feel like I'm back to like being a normal human for with my hunger. <laughs> yeah. Well, baby girl was like, come on, man, let's make this happen. <laughs> yeah, seriously. He's like, I'm coming into the world and I'm coming in with force. <laughs> for real. <laughs> this babiness right in there. <laughs> yeah. I love it. So, um. First off, I'm so happy to have you join me, and I just want to take a moment and introduce you. Um, and I just want to say, welcome, Demonte. You know, you are a mindset and abundance coach. You really do focus your energy on women entrepreneurs and and the manifesting. Correct? Yes, that's right. 
And uh, how we connected, <laughs> strangely, was through the internet, through social media. But that's pre pretty much where you focus your energy and your business. Is that correct? Yeah, I have um, I have a pretty thriving Facebook community. Um, recently, we focused on a little more on Instagram too, but yeah, mostly mostly social media. And I feel like the souls that I'm meant to work with kind of get guided to me in one way or another through the digital world yeah and and you and I I, I randomly came across you as I think you were doing of all crazy things that you know people who listen to me will be like really <clears throat> but you were doing a tarot reading a live tarot reading yeah that listened as you were doing this I don't think I even inquired in the moment I just think I sat and listened but it was afterwards that I reached out to you yeah and, and I did the oracle reading for you yeah exactly and from that that's when you and I started working where you started becoming my coach and we I don't know it felt like a year I might be wrong it might have been less than a year but we did several sessions of coaching yeah I mean sessions blocks of time of coaching mm -hmm. yeah. and uh what I want to say to that is as much as I've always had uh coaches come in and out of my life what I loved about you and the timing of you coming into my life was it was during the pandemic which was challenging for many of us and still is for many and it was also during a time where my abundance was being in question. My soul was going through lots of questioning. And the reason why I think it's so important to have you on is because I think a lot of people go through this all the time, no matter how successful they've had a life path, that life will face you off with all the things from manifestation of money to your health to you know getting keeping clear in your mind of what it is that you want because life can I don't want to say get in the way but has a way of challenging you and then how do you get back on your truth and your path right yeah I, I mean I always say that healing is non-linear and you can think you have all your stuff together and then one day something will come up and it kind of shakes you to your core and then you kind of get lost in that and you may not be sure what you're doing or kind of like almost lose a little bit of your power and sometimes stuff will shadows will come up that just sometimes like Isaac came up with you from many many years ago and it's like now you're ready to deal with it and grow you know grow from it and get past it and then yeah that's the beautiful thing about being a human I think <laughs> hundred percent. And it's an interesting thing because I think even, you knowing, working with me as a, as an instant, for instance, it wasn't that I didn't know or have those powers or like we all do, Yeah. but it's really about getting centered. It's really about pulling back the curtain. It's really about allowing yourself to, you know, excavate as I like to say, do the anthropological dig. <laughs> and that never stops. 
by I think by the way right I agree, I agree. as long as we're human we were always growing we're evolving and if we stop we die <laughs> you know if this isn't going it's where the soul has moved on to another situation <laughs> I think sometimes too and it's not you have an amazing set of tools and you know you're no stranger to mindfulness and your intuition all of those things but I think just sometimes it's hard to see our own stuff and it just takes someone else to point it out to you and you're like oh that's so obvious and it totally like happens to me too I practice what I preach I usually have some kind of mentor I work with and despite me leading and guiding other people sometimes I can't see my own things that are going on and that's just how it is when you're inside the box you can't see outside of the box you know well I think that that is really key is that um we all need mentors we all need coaches we all need a source of guidance that we can trust and that's going to lead us and raise us up into the best version of ourselves and we have to be willing to do the work we have to be willing to show up we have to be willing to say, I need, <laughs> I need this. And, and pretty much we always need it. That's the truth. Like, I do think it's important to know that you can gather tools and you can go off and you can, you know, do it on your own and do it on your own. But I do think it's also important to uh, stay close to a fire, so to speak, of, of mentorship and coaching. And, and that I think evolves through, through, through development and, and manifestation. Do you not agree? Yeah, I do. I mean, we're all growing. Like what you need now is probably really different to what you needed a year ago. And that's, yeah, yeah. that's the beauty of it. So things change and yeah, for sure. And yeah, I totally agree that someone can completely do it on their own, can do it on a journey. But when you have a coach or a guide or a mentor, it's like you can just do it so much faster, right? <laughs> we all like that. Yeah, I agree. I do agree. So let's let's just I want to kind of go back to like the little diamante, like who was she and how did she become who she's become today? So so did you see yourself as who, who did you want to be when you were a little girl and are you who you thought you were going to become as you are today? Um, <laughs> what a loaded question. Um, as a little girl, I think growing up, I was always like, I identify as an, as an old soul. Like I just know that I've been around the block a few times and like even when I was really little, I always just had this way of understanding people and situations and emotions that were always beyond my years. And that was something my mom used to like. I remember like we're here in the hotel and all her friends, like she's just so much sure she just like understands things that I don't think she's like supposed to yet. Uh, and that was kind of always like a theme throughout my life that I just naturally always had like people come to me with issues or if they needed guidance they always just seem to feel safe uh with like sharing whatever was going on with them like naturally I just seem to attract that um so I do feel like I've always been kind of like a little bit of a guide and then I naturally stepped into that but when I was little I mean I didn't 
dream of being a coach I think like I really love animals I think I wanted to like be a vet or something like that and for a while I wanted to be a psychologist which I guess is kind of similar to coaching but I was like I'm also an empath and I don't think I could just like sit and listen to like someone who's like suicidal all day without that affecting me and I have so much respect for therapists and psychiatrists I think they are it's an amazing profession that's so so needed but I was like I don't think that's for me um and then my my other passion is as you know Felicia is photography so you know I still do that as well and I did that for many years but then somehow I just eventually just kind of naturally got guided into into the coaching and I kind of resisted it actually for probably a couple of years and I always say that I was like I kind of came out of my spiritual closet (laughs) because I used to keep all that kind of more weird stuff very personal to me very much kind of just like you know I would do oracle cards and crystals and essential oils and meditation all of that but I never really talked about it to anyone and it was really I felt like almost like my intuition or like I don't know if it's like my spirit guides but I just felt like it kept and my cards that I would read for myself they're like no now it's time it's time for you to like step up it's time for you to help other women um and I really got into like manifestation and like personal development work when I started my first business around um almost five years ago and I didn't really become successful in that until I like worked on my subconscious mind and reprogramming it and really learn how the universe works and that's when everything shifted for me so I was like so many people don't know about this it would be like amazing to share that message and share that guidance so yeah a long long answer but I would say even though I didn't envision that this is what I would end up doing when I reflect back on who I've always been it's like it's just so obvious that I ended up here oh man it's like perfect and, and so relatable. And I think you know that about me, like, I mean, as I'm sitting here going, uh-huh, yeah, yeah, the nature, yeah, the veterinarian, yeah, the old soul, yeah, the photography, yeah, not wanting to, like, be with suicidal, but wanting, you know, always naturally guiding. I think that that is why, <clears throat> I mean, talk about out of all the millions of people in the world, that I could have been guided to amongst all the coaches and mentors that I've had. I think you were the perfect gentle soul to come into my life at the time that I needed it and still desire having you around me, you know, which is why I want to share you with the world because you're just somebody that, is super sensitive and is really a great listener and does really know how to guide very gently but very directly at the same time you're like the perfect mix of sweet and salt (laughs) oh my gosh you're so sweet thank you and ironically that's all i've been craving in my pregnancy anything pickles like pickles sauerkraut anything like that a little by the way comment <laughs> well I mean look at I don't know who all your clients are but I'm going to just selfishly say and I and I would say this in our sessions like we got to do a business together we've got to do something together there's something more to this I'm not sure what it is and frankly it's thanks to you you know that this podcast has manifested 
I mean, something that before I had met you wanted to do, I certainly am on this evolution and, and, and because of you and a lot of our work, you know, the Camp Fifi part came to be. And then it was, well, how do you see that evolving into, you know, how you can be your source? But I don't want to be about me. I want to just like reveal how those kinds of things with working with you start to build and you start to build blocks. So going back to all those elements that you had coming forward to the last five years and then to now, you know, and seeing your gifts and how you could put them together to help and guide other people, that must have been kind of scary for you. Um, I think. And exciting, if I may add. Yeah, I mean, definitely. I feel like anytime we do something new, it's scary. Like, so I have a, I have a podcast too. And like the first time I like started doing my podcast, I was like terrified because I was like, oh, I'm going to have to like speak and, you know, share myself with the world. And I think we all, or maybe not all of us, but some of us more than others. And that, and I also believe that maybe some of that comes like from past lives, especially as a woman, like, you know, like with being witches and being burned and all these things and all that. I personally believe that sometimes we carry on certain trauma from past lives that doesn't make sense. And I think it can be a little bit scary to like let yourself be seen, like be seen in like all of my weirdness. Like here I am coaching. Yes, I'm coaching about the subconscious mind, but a huge part of what I do is all about like the universal laws and law of attraction, manifestation. And, you know, the stuff that a lot of people would say, oh, that's kind of weird or that's woo woo or, you know, so it's kind of when I first started this business, it did really feel like just kind of standing naked in front of the world for the first time being like this is who I am um and that was absolutely terrifying yes um and it you know it gets easier and easier but I think we're just so conditioned to care about what other people think and ironically I always said that I don't care about what people thought. And I think in some ways I don't, like I don't care what people think about how I dress or, you know, I can be like, I'm, I'm comfortable being myself. But when it came to the really personal stuff, like my personal beliefs and like my spirituality, yeah, that was, uh, that was terrifying. <laughs> but then I just said to myself, this is who I am. This is what I came here to do. And the people that are for me will find me. And those that are not meant for me, they may fall away and I'm okay with that. You know, that's a, that's a perfect segue because there's a combination of so many things, um, you know, caring, but not caring, finding your like-minded tribe, uh, the science of the mind, you know, all those things, all those things and self-development and the willingness and the desire to, you know, love on yourself enough to to know that nothing else not that nothing else matters but what matters is your truth and 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 finding that and and there are universal laws you know uh that we do live by that that people can think are woo -woo wah wah but um when you live by them and you see how they they work and, you know, I, I, like you, I can think back to when I was a little girl and how I 
I probably was that old soul. I was the little girl who could be around the room full of adults and be like laughing at that funny joke and be completely (laughs) and nobody like, you know, people would turn and be like, God, she got that, like, you know, or (laughs) like completely curious on how people became who they became. And I mean, I was under 10 years old. And I'm talking like full grown adults, successful adults. And I'd love on women who were like really well put together and, you know, beautiful jewelry and beautiful outfits and beautiful hair and makeup and just really well presented and men that were really together and powerful and all these things. And, and I don't think it was a shallow thing. I think it was just about like, how did they get from here to there kind of thing. And then I remember vision boards. Well, vision boards wasn't a conversation, but I was doing it. Wallpapering, wallpapering my walls with everything from, because of my age, the original cast of Saturday Night Live and blue ribbons and all the things and all the things that I ended up manifesting into my career that I didn't know was going to happen, but manifested it based upon just putting it out there into the universe. And then post-college, and I was always a believer in therapy because my parents were in therapy from the time we were in the 60s. So whether it was mental health or just development or, or education, that was always always supported. Um, <clears throat> of course, my, my, my mind around that was because of disrupt, you know, because of a disruptive relationship, i.e. my parents' relationship. But then post-college, I started studying science of the mind. And science of the mind was all about manifestation. And I was doing a lot of self-development. And it was about the universal law. And like you, I didn't talk about that stuff. I did not talk about that stuff but everything I put my mind to manifested. And what's interesting about that, and my point to that, and what I would love for people to hear, is that whether it's unconscious or consciously an act of what you do, we can always sadly, unfortunately, get lost sometimes in the mix of, as we might be aware, we can things can happen, as we said earlier on, And then those goals or those dreams or those wishes that you want can get off track or things can just like explode and go so great. But then all of a sudden something comes along and you have to reset your or recalibrate yourself, right? It's kind of like a fine Formula One car. Just because it wins a shitload of races doesn't mean it doesn't have to continuously be fine-tuned. Yes. Agreed. And also, too, this is an interesting point that I can make that sometimes if um, let's see someone ends up being really successful in their business, making like loads of money, but then their core beliefs about money, like in their subconscious mind, are that they never have enough, that they're poor, then it's like they may get to that success, but then something will happen and they'll lose it all because 
the universe is going to bring him back to that baseline of whatever their beliefs are, which is why the working with the subconscious mind is so important. And I always say a lot of people think manifestation is, you know, is just a, a vision board or just writing it in your journal and that's it. And you go about your life as normal. And yes, that's better than not doing anything, but there's just so, so much more to it. And if you don't do that, kind of reset your baseline to where you want to be, then it's like, yeah, you may manifest that thing, but then you may also just lose it and not be able to hang on to it. I I couldn't agree with you more. I And as you were seeing, as you were sharing that, it made me think about dieting, for no better word, losing weight. Yeah. People can lose weight left and right, but if they don't have the subconscious mind intact, the weight will continue to come back. Yeah, if they don't identify as a healthy, fit person then yeah it's gonna come back for sure yeah and the emotions behind the weight and why you know whether it's for protection or it's because they don't believe that they you know and don't get me wrong I don't think everybody is supposed to be like you know uh wearing a string up their ass but I think (laughs) though it can look good in all shapes and sizes um my point is is it's deeper just like you're saying, it's, it's always deeper. It's not the shallow, what we see or what we think it is. There's always so much more to that, that layered onion, as I like to say. And, uh, you know, so I, I think that, so when you go about working with either one or many in a group, just to share with the listeners, what is it that you, you know, what is it that you create and how do you go about doing your work that, that you've, um, to help other people, you know, become more focused or more mindful or abundant and sub- in their subconscious and their consciousness? So it does depend with, um, with my one-on-one clients and I don't take on very many of those, like very limited, tiny amount. Uh, it's very focused on what they need and where they're at because everybody is different. So as you know, with your sessions, I would kind of just say, what's going on with you? Like what, what's coming up for you? What resistance do you have? What blocks do you have? Where do you need more clarity? And I do the same with like kind of every, every person. And I have a set of tools like, you know, like guided meditation journeys that I've taken you on and like these like soul journeys and give you different tips but it's all very very custom to each person and kind of what their goals are um usually when people come to work with me and it's because they want more abundance in their life and that's not just about money it's more freedom more time um because you know you can make a lot of money and be miserable so that is never my goal that's why i kind of say it's you know it's about all types of abundance where you make a lot of money but you also love your life and you feel amazing and then my group programs are usually more um more tailored so one of my group programs that you did it was like we Mm -hmm. went into I kind of hit different points so we looked at one's relationship with money uh self-confidence belief in yourself um and then we did some more of the spiritual work where we like um released cords and energies from your field that may be kind of clouding your 
abundant stream, as, as you would say. Um, and then I have a brand new program that we're starting in January, and that's going to be all about making 2022 your best year yet and setting goals in a way that they actually manifest. Because if you think about it, so many of us will set these goals or you know, resolutions, and then by like February, we just forget about them and they don't manifest and you have the same year that you had before, <laughs> you're just a year yeah. older. So we're really going to go into how can you set your goals in the accordance with the universe and your subconscious mind and what you can clear and all these like juicy things. And I also have like some little hacks that I personally use. So that program is going to be focused all on that. So it kind of with the, with the group programs, it's like you come in and it's like, okay, I, I tell you what you're going to get out of it. And it is a pretty powerful energy because you're doing it as at the same time as other women, which is kind of beautiful, but you can also do it in your own time. And I agree with what you said, Felicia, that if you are someone who's thinking about working with a coach or joining a program, just know that it is up to you to put in the work. And it's um, if, with all of my programs and one-on-one work, it's like you kind of have to be willing to get uncomfortable to like face your shadows, to get to the root of why you may be not where you want to be and why maybe you're not getting what you want to be. So you have to be willing to kind of do that inner work, which is not always easy. Um, but, you know, investing in yourself is like the best investment you can ever make because you're everyone, every single one of you is listening. Your potential is limited, limitless. And, you know, every one of us can achieve whatever we want to. Sometimes it's just about having that little bit of extra guidance to get us there. Yeah. And and you said a key thing, investing in yourself. And I think that people don't always see it that, that in that same way or that same vein. I think that in our institute, in our, in our traditional minds, They see it as, you know, you invest in like spending time in your education. And once if you go through an advanced education, then that's it. And then your investment is in in buying a home or buying a car versus investing back into yourself so you can go out into the world and, and do lots of other things, whether it is creating more time freedom or creating the best version of your the life that you manage. And, and it's not just like a great career or a, an amazing closet of clothes or jewelry. It's really so much deeper. And I think that the importance of that and, and look at, you know, even with when you worked with me that um, though I was willing, there were challenges. There were lots of challenges at the time. I mean, not any more than I wanted to make it though. Right. I think that, I think, I think for me personally, I try not to put any limits on myself, but as a human, things come up. So as even as open-minded and I'm like, let's go, 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 I'll still be like, well, let's think about this. But ultimately, the benefits and the payoff, so to speak, you know, I think you like helped me in this last year or so, like break some of the chains that were just, I felt like were just sucking me up after years of success and giving and and, and, and not realizing that there were going to be things that were just going to come up and feel like it was, I don't even want to say the word strangling me, but, you know, just kind of like overwhelmed. 
And I think under the best of circumstances, like yourself, for instance, I help a lot of people. I help a lot of people consciously or unconsciously. There's a lot of things people don't know about me, about being empathic, about being an intuitive healer, about being that person who, you know, many people said, oh, you know, maybe you should be a therapist. Right? You, you know all these things about me. Mm-hmm. I don't even have to open my mouth and be like, yeah, this is who you are. <laughs> and I do that with other people. And people may not even be aware. And I haven't created that practice, as we both know, which is why I took it to the podcast format, because it's like, this is my way of dipping my toe into this who I am situation. But point being is that, you know, the willingness to invest in yourself and your life through working with people who are good for you. I'm, I'm not saying every coach is the right coach. Yeah. And I want to be very clear about that. And the, the, what I love about you is I was very fortunate that you were my right coach. And still I think of as are my right coach, you know, that whether we're actively working together or not, I always feel that you are that source for, for me and why you are for so many women for certain um, to be that perfect, gentle guide. Uh, in 2022, looking forward without not staying present because we still have less than a month to go, what do you see as, um, you know, people getting ready to align to be a part of like it's a pretty powerful number yeah this Um, year coming up I feel like really um even just 2021 and also even 2020 people really started to step into the truth more it was it was almost like I feel that collectively, as we kind of started stepping into the age of Aquarius, it started to feel really uncomfortable and almost as not an option to not live in our truth and in our authenticity. And I feel like, um, like you were a perfect example of that too. Like you said, you just felt like almost like something was strangling you. It's like, you just couldn't not be your full self anymore like it just didn't feel like an option to keep going as you were because it was getting so painful and so uncomfortable and I think collectively so many people experienced that and honestly I'm one of them because I I, you know I started I started this business in in the last couple of years um and it was the same like it just felt like it was my time to just truly embody like everything that I'm supposed to be instead of keeping this big part of myself kind of secret and private and I think a lot of people have changed careers they quit their jobs maybe some people lost their jobs I had a friend who lost her job and at the time she thought it was the worst thing in the world but I just kept saying to her this is happening for you and not to you you weren't happy in that job anyway and sometimes the universe gives us a not so gentle kick up the ass if we're really you know if we're not on a path we're supposed to be and you know as humans even if we're not happy, if something feels comfortable, we tend to stay in it because that's what mm-hmm. we know. Um, yeah. And comfortable doesn't mean happy. I know lots of people that are comfortable, but they're not happy. But, you know, that fear of the unknown is so strong. And like, what if I fail? What if I'm not good enough? What if this is the wrong decision? And all of that keeps coming up. And I really do feel that over the last two years, 
more and more people are kind of waking up to who they're meant to be. And also even, even like spirituality, like so many more people now have a meditation practice that never did um, because we know when COVID was happening and it was like, we're all just, we had so many emotions going on that were so heavy that almost forced us to look for tools that we otherwise wouldn't have considered just to cope and just to kind of get by. Um, and in some ways, this, you know, big, horrible thing that happened, it can, in some ways, for some people, it was almost like a blessing because it forced them to then really get on the path that they're meant to, in quite for quite a lot of people, in a not so gentle way, you know, and in a way yeah. that was quite traumatic and stressful like if you lost your job or and you know that happened for me too my photography business literally all of my work disappeared in the space of like two weeks when we went into lockdown because I we couldn't have weddings I couldn't go to people's homes like we weren't allowed to gather all of my work disappeared and that was what really really pushed me to then start getting into my coaching business and when I look back at it now even though at the time it was really hard emotionally when I look back at it now, I'm like, that was such a blessing. So I, I think I see for 2022, I just see people to really step into their authenticity more and start to start to open up who they really are to the world more. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Well, I think, I think everything you just said is spot on. And I think it did, you know, unconsciously start in 2020 when people were quote unquote, really caught off guard. Mm-hmm. You weren't pay- if you weren't paying attention, excuse me, if you weren't paying attention when March 13th, 2020 hit this country, not the world, but hit this country, meaning the U.S., <clears throat> people were not prepared. No. I don't know how you couldn't be prepared if you weren't paying attention. Look at, I get people don't want to listen to the news and stuff. I get that. I get that they think it's, you know, a business and they're just going to feed you what they want to feed you and all that stuff. Paying attention to world events is not the worst thing in the world. Whether you get your source from the BBC, ABC, a newspaper, whatever, as long as it's like, you know, some sort of like just pay attention um because i think that in paying attention you get to see how you're you you need to guide yourself like yourself with your photography business many people's businesses including my own because of being in the entertainment industry was just overnight shut down and even though we're both freelancers in that way, you, you, we're both still used to flow. We're both still used to magnet, you know, attraction and, and, and abundance and keep things flowing. So when that came along, that was a, it was a face yourself in the mirror moment where it was like, okay, now what? Because like yourself, not only did my, my business in the film industry stop, um, but watching a bunch of other people around me who were, as I put it, needed a ring buoy thrown out. Mm-hmm. 
which is ironic because before you and I met, <clears throat> aside from starting this virtual hair color service that I offered people, um, because I saw a lot of hairdressers weren't prepared for this, and I was just lucky enough to have a product that I could do this. I wasn't even Zooming. I was FaceTiming at the time, and I remember thinking, oh, God, I'm fumbling, but I'm going to make something happen here because people need this, and I'm going to be the person to come save it. <laughs> for many, they, it worked, you know, and it worked until they could bridge back to their their the people that they knew, but what I did do was I created an abundance meditation group. Love it. And that was like four to six weeks into the pandemic when the country was still like really now in lockdown. It was past the 14 days and now people are like in the oh shit mode. I'm sinking. Yeah. And there was I, so much fear in that time. Like so much fear. That was April 2020. And I remember thinking people are sinking and they need to mentally get out of their way. And I'm going to create this group. And I created it in a way that everybody could remain private. So they didn't have to interact. So they didn't have to reveal their shit, but they always had something every day to look forward to. And I did it for 30 days and all they had to do was report to me or not, but I just wanted to give them some hope. And it was ironic because it was from that that my athleisure business presented itself right after I finished, which was really cool because um, as you know, and many people didn't know and still don't know, was 10 years ago when I was going through my second bout of cancer is when I decided I was gonna start developing my own lifestyle brand. And when I was getting ready to launch it was when my mom got sick in 2017 and I had to put it to the side. And these are all the things that we've, we're, ta we're basically talking about, how you can have the best laid plans and then things happen and you have to reboot. And so 2017 that happened while working 80 hours a week and, and, and taking care of a mom who's now over three years goes, I think three years, I've lost track of time, goes through now five strokes and dies literally two weeks before this country shuts down in the pandemic. And then I have to go back and take care of my number one actor and finish out that show. And then the country shuts down. Cut to that May, end of May, when Black Lives Matter, the whole George Floyd thing, this country is exploding, the world is exploding, this athleisure opportunity comes about. And now I'm like, how do you talk about this when there's so many more important things to be talked about, like life and death and, and social issues? But at the same time, it was like ways of keeping my brain and aligning with positive, like-minded people and people who are trying to find ways that we're going to help others. And it was all about how do you help others and how do you align and how do you be your truth? And it really was like, is this, is this going to be the thing? Is this going to be the thing? And it was soon after that, that through my social media interaction and building, which was not what I did in my business at all. Because again, if you're doing this, you're not paying attention on a film set to what you're supposed to be doing. You, you can't be doing this. You can't be doing what you're doing. You can't be exploring because it's not about you. It's about them. <laughs> 
And <clears throat> so that was really, really challenging and really scary and, and a very big learning curve and still continues to be a big learning curve. But I'll tell you what, Dimante, what's so th- what I'm so thankful for is that whether it was being scared, willing, or a combination of all of the above, that from planting those seeds, I'm where I am today, sitting in front of you, doing things that I never imagined then that I would be doing or could actually materialize and that I'd still be here and I'd still be breathing. I'd be okay. Yeah. And I'd be further along for it, but not just me further along, how hopefully I'm inspiring others in the process to get out of their own comfort zone and to know that it's okay to go seek out things that maybe you have always wanted to do and you were too scared to do it. And nobody's, I mean, even this morning when we're gonna get on the on the Zoom call, it doesn't mean I'm not scared. Doesn't mean like, oh God, am I gonna be able to turn this on today? Am I gonna be able to get into that Zoom room today of my own? You know, like there's all those realities, but it's the willingness to say, yeah, you can just like show up, figure it out. And it will, it will, it will, it will take care of itself. You'll, you'll make it happen. I love what you just said because I feel like that's so true. It's like if you're, if you're listening to this and you're kind of getting inspired, and maybe you're not quite doing what you want to be doing because you're too scared. Just know you don't have to have it all figured out. Like no one does. It's just about just put one foot in front of the other, one step in front of the other, and just get out of that comfort zone. Because I really do believe that all our dreams and everything that the big things we want to manifest it's it's outside of your comfort zone it's just on the other side of that fear and doing things like like Felicia just said it doesn't mean not feeling the fear it means just feeling it and accepting like yeah I you know I feel uneasy or maybe I feel nervous but then just doing it anyway and just seeing what happens and like so many miracles can just be around a corner when you just say yes to something that if there's like a little flicker in your heart telling you that this is what I want to do, but how am I going to do it? Or what if, if I, what if I fail? What if it doesn't work? But what if it works? What if it does work? What if something amazing happens? So just, yeah, just, just give it a try and see where it takes you. hundred percent. And what I'd also like to add to that, that I know that I went through a lot was I was so in fear of what other people would think because I was so, I'll go back to the term strangled, which is weird again, that that is a word that I'm using today, but I was so limited by the limited belief of, of the worlds that I've been in. And, and I'm sure some, you know, I'm not putting it on that world. I'm, I'm going to say, you know, I'm sure some of it had to do with my own self, Um, but I was so worried about what other people would think that I know even in all my exploration and as much as has gone forward or much has opened up or as much as, as I keep knocking down doors and hopefully, like I said, inspiring others along the way to do the same that, and I'm not worried about how much further along I would be. But if I hadn't held back, how much further along would I be? 
And so I say that as a person, as an example of, I don't want to swear, but I feel like swearing, fuck limited beliefs. Yes. Fuck what other people think. I mean, as long as you're not harming other people, this is not harming other people. This is hopefully helping people. This is hopefully showing people that if I can do it, so can you. Yeah. And I know that that is one of my purposes in life is to be the example. And, you know, you know this about me is, you know, having been told many times that I should write a book, I should tell my story. Jesus, you did this, 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 and this. Well, I don't think whether they were great things from being a tournament boat driver to going through domestic violence and cancer, like those are three very extreme circumstances, along with all the stuff in the middle that I think personally are, are reasons to show people like doing this conversation, having this conversation and doing this podcast is life is only limited if you keep it that way. Yeah. Love it. Love everything that you said. And yeah, I agree. Well, in going back to um, what you like to put out into the world and how you like to help women, what was it about women more than anything that you wanted to um, focus on? Why, why women? Why women? I think, so I I am I'm like very blessed in my life that I have a very close relationship with my mother and growing up I've always had like a very very close best friend she's still one of my best friends and I just have these amazing tribe of soul sisters that have always been around me um and now most of them live in a different country but you know their presence is still felt and I feel like as a society, we're almost being conditioned to like compete with other women and, you know, like bring each other down and I'm better than you, or, you know, I, I can get this, you can't get that, or you're too fat, you're too skinny, all these things. And I think we have forgotten our own power mm-hmm. uh, because of just how the world is, you know, mm-hmm. for however many hundreds of years has been a very male dominated world in some ways and I feel like a lot of women have forgotten their power and who they really are and who they came here to be and I feel like it's just one of it's just my purpose like when I was thinking about starting a coaching business I didn't even have to sit and think oh do I want to work with men like I don't know it was just never even a question for me it was just like I want to focus on women I want to empower women I want to lift them up I want to with my group programs help them find that like sisterhood and other women to go through the same thing and like I regularly host women's circles where we just create this beautiful nurturing energy where you can just be seen and heard and supported by other women and there's just something when we get together and when we rise each other up instead of turning each other down, there's just something really, really magical happens. There's just this energy. And I love, I love women. Like I have a necklace that I wear on my neck and it's like three naked ladies hugging each other. (laughs) Um, And I don't know, I think especially too, like with COVID going on and, you know, the whole pandemic and a lot of people kind of lost that sense of community and I think when when it's all women that are together there's just this like sense of safety and you feel like you can just like 
oh, like you can just breathe and you can just be yourself. And there's, I don't know, it's just a different energy than when you introduce. And I don't have anything against men, you know, I have a loving husband. I have three brothers. I have some male best friends. I love men, but my mission is to help women because I feel like in some ways, like we, yeah, we have forgotten who we are and we've forgotten the power that we hold. And I feel like it's one of my life missions is to help women remember that and connect to that. Well, I think that again, it's like, I, I didn't even know all these things consciously about you when we aligned, but that is so my truth. And even in just figuring out, you know, these paths and this path, um, I couldn't, again, agree with you more. I, I, I'm in an industry that has been notoriously known for being male dominated and, and I love men. I've always loved men and I've always gotten along with men, but I really love women and I really believe in raising women up. And I do believe that women are super, super powerful. I, I, I'm like the woman running with wolves mentality. We gather together, we, we, we hear each other, we give each other those superpowers to go out into the world and feel safe and be their best, you know, again, raise them up and be their best version so they can go out in their day and be all the things that they are. And, and I was raised around, first off, like you, a, an incredibly powerful woman who, you know, even in her post-death, like, I'm surrounded by her. I was surrounded by two um, grandmothers who were very powerful women. I, my best childhood friend is still in my life. And lots of those women, the summer camp that I went to, those women, we were taught, we were taught at summer camp how to learn to live together and raise each other up. And that's how Camp Fifi Uncensored like culminated because I love that environment. I have always been a little perplexed how women looked upon each other as competition versus how men are taught to be team players and raise each other up collectively. And I know part of it has been the societal evolution and yet I know to, at the core that that's not the truth. I know at the core, we are the nurturing, earthy seedlings of everything that manifests into what it becomes. How man has become man because of the woman, because of passing through the woman. Like that I could get really deep about this stuff. But the point is, is that I like you want to raise up women and I think one of the reasons why I loved aligning with the athleisure company I've aligned with all, it's all about empowering women. And I know that when I'm in environments of women who do not have that understanding, I am ejected out like a pilot being ejected out of their plane. And it's the weirdest thing because I, I want to help these women. And then I go, some women just don't want to be helped and other women do. Does that make sense? Like some women I think are unconsciously, um, I think they're capable. Don't get me wrong. I think all women are capable of being loved and nurtured and, and shown the way. I think that I have come up against some women 
that I don't know what's happened to them in their past or their present that, you know, makes it challenging. Um, but man, I give my IT to be surrounded by groups of women where we're just singing together out of joy of being able to break bread and look in each other's eyes and love on each other and raise each other up and, and, and have this beautiful laughter and, 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 and take care of each other and know that we can go out there and, and do incredible things. Yeah. I love that. And I think, um, yeah, I mean, some, some women have like the mother wound or the sister wound where, you know, something happened, they mm-hmm. got hurt and then they put up the walls, they put up their barriers and, you know, then they find that they don't feel safe around the woman. Uh, but I think the more that we do this work, the more that we work with women and, you know, remind them that, you know, we can we can all be together and love on each other and support each other and guide each other. Like that's how it would have been with our great, 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 great ancestors, you know, like when all the women would gather in circles and you would have the red tents and, you know, in many, many cultures, like women, when they were on their cycle, they would all just spend time together and they wouldn't work and they would tap into their intuition. And it's just so beautiful. And I feel like our modern day culture has, lost quite a lot of that connection and I believe that I'm one of the souls that's here to like try and kind of bring some of it back and I believe you are too and I think there's many of many of us out there and it's I agree no I agree and I definitely I I I call that into action (laughs) love it call that into action I want to lead I want to be a part of the leading that way of showing what is possible and making that happen. And, you know, that's why gathering around this campfire has been so important to, you know, to bring voices, you know, to the forefront of, you know, I've interviewed different people, but women are definitely, as I'm formulating in my mind, how I want this podcast to go out into the world doing this and reminds me of who it is at my core of what matters of giving women that power to know that there is we 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 have everything within ourselves no matter what we've seen no matter what we've been through good bad or otherwise that we have all that beautiful delicious love and power to uh, spread out into the world and that we can do it safely and abundantly and not be in competition, but be loving and nurturing and raise all of us up. And, you know, if men are the example of how they've been taught to do that and to remind us going back to who we were from the past, meaning going back culturally, like you referenced, you know, um, if we need to be reminded because of a contemporary day, I don't think we need to be, but I do think based upon society's current, you know, how things are for women, if they don't have those sources to, to be able to go within and to know that they are being guided by those souls, from their past that does have that collective female energy that is lifting them up. I I said this to a gathering of women that were here at my home um, 
a while back, and 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 I and I said whether you're aware of this or not, this is kind of like a woman running with wolves collectiveness. And I said, um, many of you may not even know each other, but look around because no matter what happens in your life, good, bad, or otherwise, look at all these women and remember this imprint because it will be these women that are holding you up, that are celebrating you, that are, that are, are rising you, raising you up and keeping you safe and giving you the power to find your power within so you can go out in the world and know that you're gonna be just fine and roar like that lioness and just be you know, who you're here to be. I love that. I love all of that so much. And it's, it's so, so true. So um, a little personal note, you uh, are about what, four months or so into your yeah. pregnancy? Mm-hmm. A little bit over four months. Yeah. So um, we, we think we know that we're manifesting a baby girl. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I know for a fact she's a girl. <laughs> yeah yeah so and that is that is something that I want her to grow up with I yeah. want her to grow up around like seeing me in women's circles and have like a community around her and just have all these powerful female women in her in her world yeah sorry I, you asked me something no no no, no. I the, you, <laughs> You literally like carried the baton and was like, that was exactly what I was going to say was the beautiful thing about, about growing this human inside of you and being a female is that you're planting those seeds to, to provide her exactly that environment. And um, I think that whether you're birthing through your, your own body or that you're being an, uh, an aunt or a mother to the world. Um, I think that, I certainly know that that's a position I've taken, um, is that I want women to have that space where they know that they're safe and that they can be truly themselves. And that even if they should fall, they can get right back up. Um, and that to know that that's just, you know, a patch on the sleeve, so to speak, of giving them more wisdom so they can go out and be teachers and inspiration and source and, la- of, you know, of love and light. And, um, my, you know, my last question to you is being a passion and purpose, like looking forward into this year or, or several years forward what else would you want to say to like, you know, if you could imagine what your ultimate passion and purpose is on this planet and your legacy going forward? I think um, for me, it's important to, so even though I work as a coach and a guide, I'm almost, I mean, I'm going to say I am also a student like I always want to keep learning and keep growing and keep evolving and you know as I as I kind of grow and evolve and have different life experiences some that we would quote you know as negative but I feel like even those negative experience can be like our greatest lessons are quote-unquote failures are not actually failures they're just lessons that get us closer to where we need to be so for me my hope and my vision for the future is to always just live 
in my integrity, in my truth, um, and always keep that vision is I want to, I want to inspire and I want to help and I want to empower and I want to lift up as many women as I can. And I want to help them create the life of their dreams. Like that is my passion. That is what I want for every single woman is to, whether they work with me, whether they do it on their own, it's like, I want them to create a life of their dreams and to know that they can, to know that it's possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I often use myself as an example. I didn't come from money. I grew up really poor, you know, and everything that I have created, I, I would say like, I never thought that this would actually be my life. Like, even if I look back like five years ago, and if someone told me that this was going to be my life today, I would have been like, how, like, how is it going to happen? Um, so it's like, I kind of just want to know that it's like, there's nothing really that special about me whatever I can do, someone else can do, whatever. It doesn't matter where you currently are. If you're listening to this podcast, it doesn't matter if you are extremely happy of where you are, or if you really not where you want to be, it doesn't matter where you've been. All that matters is where you want to go. And yeah. to that vision of the future um, and keep that at the forefront of your mind. And also just a little like, reminder, I guess, for everyone is that, it's up to you to decide what you want. It's up to you to decide what you want from your life, what you want to manifest, what you want to achieve. What are your goals? Have a vision, dream big, dream what you feels like might be the impossible, but then surrender the rest. Like it's not up to us how it turns out. That's up to the universe. We are all co-creators. We co-create, you know, with the universe or if someone identifies with the word God, whatever person, someone's personal beliefs are, but we are co-creators and it's up to us to decide what we want. And then the universe supports us, but it's not our job to figure out how exactly it happens. It's just keep taking action. You know, if you decide you want to be a millionaire, probably just sitting on your couch watching Netflix all day, like that's not going to happen. Um, just a little reality check. So keep taking action, keep sleeping out of your comfort zone and keep kind of going no matter what those fears might be. And also just to keep going, even if your reality may not reflect what you currently want and don't use that as evidence, just kind of have that vision use your imagination and visualize meditate sit with your soul and follow that vision and that's kind of what i hope to keep doing is just to keep almost build a legacy of that um to help women to really stand in their truth stand in their power to really unleash that power because i believe every single one of us like exactly what you said felicia we all have everything that we need inside us we have all the guidance that we need we have all the power we have all the love but sometimes you forget and or sometimes you don't know exactly how to access it depending what's going on in life and being human you know our human brain really gets in the way a lot of the time so it's just learning to kind of quiet that down and yeah my vision for the future for me is just to keep going and building and I really want to have a big impact I want to impact and help as many women as possible so I guess my kind of hope and dream is to just keep growing bigger and getting more people into my program so that I could have that impact well I think that um you know again that's why I love you so much because I feel that that totally aligns with um, not just what it is that I believe in and want for others, 
and want to be a part of, um, you know, no matter how we touch each other in this world, um, you know, I think that we being, being of, you know, love and inspiration and wanting, you know, bringing a child into this world, all you want to do is nurture and love on this soul who is helpless in the moment to develop into that true independent self and how and why we as a society somehow get to this point where we don't do that and have to recalibrate to realign with that purpose and that belief system really is, I don't know if it's Aquarian age and being truth or what it is all collectively or that people, I just hope really come to this place where that's at the core of what we should all want. At the core, we should all want to raise each other up. At the core, we should all want to love on each other and want the best for one another. And um, I'm I'm grateful that there's individuals like yourself who this is your passion and purpose. And I think that at the core, we also need to know that there is no one linear path like we started out this conversation, that um, there is not one way to go through life. There, is, there, there are many ways and there are many chapters to everybody's life, whether it's through relationships or careers or where you live or, or the people that are in your life or your experiences collectively. Um, you know, some may say, well, I don't know why that happened. Well, maybe it happened so you can go out into the world and teach either how not to make that happen or how to help other people in the process or whatever the case may be, but think of it as a blessing and a gift versus a why woe me. And, you know, do continue to seek paths that are, like you said, you have to make a decision, you have to make a choice and then run with it and believe in it and, and put it out into the world and then know that you don't always have control over all those things that are how it's going to show up. But if you put it out there, the likelihood is it's going to show up somehow in one way or another. And you may turn around one day and go, oh, my God, I didn't expect that. But here it is. And just keep believing and keep, you know, being being one's truth is really core and key. And um, I think that getting back to surrounding yourself with people who are healthy, healthy coaches, healthy mentors, healthy mindset, healthy, like, belief systems. Um, If you don't like where you're at in today, where where you're sitting, and as you were talking, you know, I can think about things that I don't need to get into because I don't want to bring it into a dark space. But like you said, you didn't know how five years ago where you were, how you manifested what you manifested. I remember, you know, before I bought my home or, or, or got to certain places where I had been, 
who's who was in my life and the darkness that I was experiencing from being uh, surrounded in domestic violence or what have you and staring at a wall in a bed going, I just hope I get out of here safely. And, you know, and then turned around after having nothing and manifesting a beautiful home or a beautiful life and a beautiful marriage and all these things and things that I know that people can look at me and go, oh, but she's got, oh, you don't know what it took for me to get here and the belief systems and the, and the dark moments. And if I can do this, so can you, like, I think it's being an example. It's not about like tooting one's horn. It's about, I'll lay it out for you. And it may not always sound so pretty. And it actually might sound like, okay, I, I've heard enough. I get it. I lived it. But the point is, is that we all have the power. We all have the power to change our ways. And like you said, being human beings, I have to constantly remind myself because these last couple of years alone were extremely challenging and more challenging than I even realized. Because while you're helping a lot of other people, you're putting your needs off to the side. And then when reality hits and you get faced with things, you have to regroup. And thankfully, I had yourself come into my life to regroup and to sit with and to be heard and to be able to, like, remind myself that I'm, I'm capable of getting back on the horse, so to speak, and, and riding into the sunset, so to speak, the way I want to, not because somebody else made decisions and now it's no longer in my power. No, that was a gift. Those decisions were gifts, even though it may have even taken this human longer to like realize that. So I could have more time freedom to explore other things that are my passion, my purpose. That has nothing to do with other people's needs and wants and decision making. Yeah. And I think that I think that's important too is to be authentic to you and what do you really want and doing things your way. Just because someone else is like doing things in a way like I don't know, let's say a lot of business owners, they work like 70 hour weeks and I'm like I don't know about you but I'm like I didn't start working for myself to work 70 hour weeks <laughs> I do not want to do that and that's okay and I do things my way and I think it's just reminding yourself that you can do things your way and also too um you mentioned something which I just want to expand on a little bit and I do agree that in our lives we can have many different paths and if you're doing let's say for example you have a business and you loved it once upon a time and now it no longer feels in alignment with you now it drains you then maybe it's time to move on and find something else we have different stages we have different chapters we go through different things that make us grow and sometimes we have to grow our jobs our businesses sometimes we have to grow people and it doesn't mean we don't love them but we're no longer aligned with them and just never feel guilty to let go of things and I think too being human that can be really hard that can be really hard to let go of things but sometimes you know you just need to let go of something that it no longer resonates with you so something so much more magical can come in and yeah that is definitely just a little no I wanted to 
mentioned. Yeah, no, I, I, I second that. And I think that letting go is a big deal. I think letting go and being, I think again, we're, I think our societies are so programmed out of, of the discomfort of being comfortable that the not willingness to take those leaps of faith and um, being that uh, I'm a traditional non-traditionalist <laughs> and have lived this very untraditional lifestyle, uh, as have you, I think, you know, is, is not always easy, but, but the rewards are so great. And I think the growth is so great and greater. And I think that people prefer to be, and I think this is part of how we're raised in formulas of education being you go from one to this, to this, to this, and you stay in this cookie cutter format. And um, I think that well, people need to know that their life path isn't, isn't going to be that way. And the more that they're, will, they're willing to like throw up their arms and let go, yeah. And 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 do recognize things as gifts, um, all the things that occur, that um, and and ha having a decision and making those decisions to say yeah, this is this is a blessing, um, and live into that, lean into that. A lot, a lot of, of beautiful things, a lot of great gifts will be rewarded for that. Yeah, for sure, totally. Um, well, I just want to thank you very much for spending this time with me and uh, sharing who you are and what your what your gift is to the world because it's quite a gift and uh, we're lucky to have you on this planet and I'm lucky to have you in my life. I love you so much. Oh, I love you too. You are so sweet. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. I'm excited for this episode. <laughs> Same here. It is amazing how we are all energy source and how we are aligned with one another and how we have the power to make decisions and manifest abundantly in all aspects of our lives. I think that life has lots of ways of showing up. And we have many options in how we choose to show up. I think that if you don't love where you're at right now or you love where you're at and you want to continue to do that, I think making decisions of how you want to do that and putting it out to the universe is something that is not only a practice that's been going on for since before I think we were ever formulated, um, but as a practice that I believe in. And I think aligning yourself with people who can help give you clarity and give you space to be heard and help you when you may feel like you are not in the best place, or maybe you're in a great place and you want to continue. I think people like Diamante, who has the power to raise people up and give source is something that is a gift. And so I'm very thankful I could share this gift in Diamante with you today and know that you have the power to be the best version of yourself. You have the power to change 
you have the power to be who you're here to be and that it's meant for good. Was that not an incredible way to inspire you? Are you not ready to just put forth all that you visualize for yourself? I know I am. I'm so stoked that you sat down and had this opportunity to really dream about what is possible for you, that you have the power within, that you have the power within to create anything that you've ever wished for for yourself. I really am so excited for you. 2022 is all about creating your authentic truth and yourself and your dreams and becoming everything that you put aside and never imagined that was even possible that is possible. So not only is this possible, but next week, amazing. Something to really look also forward to. My conversation where I sit down with Lisa Brooks, parent of a transgender child, and hear how she and her family process supporting her child in this evolution. I really look forward to you sitting down with me as we talk about all the things that is not talked about in a public platform. We hear from a transgender position. We hear all behind closed doors, but we don't hear on the public platform the parents' interesting and emotional and supportive position of what it's like to go through supporting your child who comes out as a transgender. Join me. I look forward to you joining me around this campfire of Camp Fifi Uncensored. I look forward to you sharing and telling the communities around you to be a part of all this listening platform of this beautiful campfire experience where we talk about everything from soup to nuts or what I like to say from cannolis to egg in the holes and don't forget the s'mores. I'm so excited for you to be here where we share life stories from true experiences amongst many where I like to take my life stories and other people's life stories and bring it to this platform. And I know that once you sit down and join me around the campfire, you'll want to continue to do more of the same. So I look forward to you joining me. Please, I share with you, subscribe on Apple and all the other platforms and rank this information and interesting conversations that we're having here because there's way more to come from here. Look forward to a blessed 2022 with much love. Bye for now.